0: I'm sorry, but this is just so asinine. <laughs> I'm going to get another free soda. I, <laughs> I might
1: get to one of those, uh, those uh, you can take me that thing. You can say it's you can take that to back. <laughs> This is from Letter from a Birmingham Jail, and if you haven't read it, you should. It's linked in the the doobly. I must confess that over the past few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in his stride towards freedom is not the white citizens counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice. Who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek, but I cannot agree with your methods of direct action. Who paternalistically believes he can set the timetable for another man's freedom. Who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises the Negro to wait for a more convenient season. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that law and order exist for the purpose of establishing justice, and that when they fail in this purpose, they become the dangerously structured dams that block the flow of social progress. I had hoped that the white moderate would understand that the present tension in the South is a necessary phase of the transition from an obnoxious negative peace, in which the Negro passively accepted his unjust plight, to a substantive and positive peace, in which all men will respect the dignity and worth of human personality. Actually, we who engage in the nonviolent direct action are not the creators of tension. We merely bring to the surface the hidden tension that is already alive. We bring it out in the open where it can be seen and dealt with, like a boil that can never be cured so long as it is covered up, but must be opened with all its ugliness to the natural medicines of air and light Injustice must be exposed, with all the tension its exposure creates, to the light of human conscience and the air of national opinion, before it can be cured. So this, this is important. This is important. It's not nice, but it's important. You don't have to have ill will to hinder justice.
0: (laughs) dot anchor dot fm slash i cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcasts you can support this podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar tier if you are feeling extra generous Howdy, y'all. Hope you guys are having a very good start to the beginning of your year. Hope you guys are having a happy new year at the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. So there's a certain strain of ridiculousness that's flowing around the interwebs that we ought to just sort of tone things down, that we ought to be polite at all times in the face of reefer madness and, and t- treat the discrimination and the stigma and the prejudice that we're Experiencing as patients, as uh, people who use this occasionally and wa- want 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 to use this as a safer alternative to alcohol, or the very sick and the most vulnerable, like low income people and veterans that need this as a medicine and can't afford it as a medicine, and you have people all around our government on on local municipal. Provincial levels, town levels, where have you around the U.S., around Canada, around the countries that have legalized, and you're having, you're still having opponents being like, oh, we, we shouldn't, you, I don't want to have to smell marijuana grows near my property. I want this legal, but just put it, put it in the next town. We don't want your kind of business around here to, 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 to just be like people. need to calm down and people need to tone it down it's it's, there's a certain strain of ridiculousness I'm going to treat that with and I'm going to treat that with all the ridiculousness that it deserves to get if I'm to be honest because it's a ridiculous notion you know what other issue in this country do two-thirds of Americans agree on if two thirds of Americans agree on something again, you need two thirds of Congress of no you need two th- to impeach a to remove a president from office. you need two thirds a two thirds majority of the senators so that's two thirds of the United States states to have to agree the the representation the senators of thirty yeah the senators of um of yeah, two thirds of them, so like 30 some states have to agree that a president has to go, that what they did was impeachable and they have to be removed. Two-thirds of Americans, according to Marijuana movement, according to all the other popular polls, want this legal. If you're having people saying that we shouldn't have a grow here, I don't want to smell it, even though you live in a rural area where you're having to sell, smell cows and, and and horse manure. And again, I, I I went to school in Western Mass. I know. there There's lots of farmland. There's lots of farm animals. And, and that stuff smells, man. And... I'm not I'm not objecting to people having that as long as those as long as, you know, they're treating those animals with respect and they're, you know, um, they or their animals or their properties is inheriting other people. Then whatever, you know, but if you but when we know that this is a medicine and we're having people continuing to advocate. For limits to its access, I'm going to fight it with everything I have. You know, again, in Grass, Massachusetts, we live in a state where we pay 300 per medical ounce. You know, you're having people and mass having to go to Maine to get their medicine at a price that they can get and afford. This is this is what you have because you have a, a failed program right now. You have a program that is not responsive. To the needs of the patients that need it, including price points, varieties, the amount of, of locations, and for, for 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 people to be saying, oh, we we shouldn't be making memes or whatever, calling out the hypocrisy and calling out reefer madness, and calling out the powers that be that are, are treating us law-abiding citizens and patients and grown adults like we're like we're pariahs and children it's a a dismissive it's a dismissive privilege point of view to take you know you probably have the mind that oh i have my i although although grassachusetts prices suck and whatever i have my own property i can grow my own or one of my best friends grows and gives it to me for free so all you people complaining about obstructionists and local governments and state governments and writing to doing the actual work to make this more accessible you guys need to tone down your tone you guys need to stop stop protesting you're protesting too much tone it down no no justice is not justice is not determined on your on on your complacent timetable and that's not going to be tolerated and if you're gonna have anyone who has this mindset that listens to this podcast again hit unsubscribe we we are a project that is about making cannabis accessible for regular ass people like the slogan says and we we are all about that in, including making it affordable and making it um destigmatized and if you are not writing to your lawmakers to be part of the solution or you're not being active to be part of the solution. I don't need you. We, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this by just sitting on Twitter and complaining. We're only going to do this by writing to our lawmakers. We're only going to do this by calling our lawmakers. Um, we're only going to do this by going to these local meetings if we can. Again, yeah, no wallflowers. No patience for it. Don't want to keep this episode too long. Hope you guys got a lot out of it. Peace out and ciao. But I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. So I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. So we have notched a very huge and key victory today, New Year's Day of 2020. Illinois has joined the fold as a legal adult use recreational state. We are now at 11 right now. And, uh, and Governor Pritzker, he pardoned 11,000 drug war victims. That's right, eleven thousand drug war victims, and there are about almost forty dispensaries open day one. A lot better than my state has done. Um, or our first sales sales started in November 2018, and to date we only have around thirty some dispensaries at a, at a rate of maybe five or six per month. That were you know, at a rate of like three, two to three a month on average. So. Illinois is already getting a very robust start and that's to be commended and another thing I wanted to bring up before leaving is um, a friend of the show brought up a really 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 good point and um, so the governor the lieutenant governor was one of the first um, she she was one of the first customers of um, adult use and she bought an edible that um, yeah, she bought an edible and paid, paid with cash. And a um, friend of the show, um, um, Daily Dope Show, said that finally, and I really agree with the sentiment, an actual politician truly representing the people. It still takes courage to stand in the dispensary line despite the discrimination we cannabis consumers still get from work, family, friends, and other public people. Bingo exactly that is so needed and it's so great that she was a uh customer at a at the dispensary um this to help this is a huge amount to help normalize this substance you know it's most most of the politicians at best a lot of the times on a state, local and federal level, you know, they haven't done it since college and it's just a oh, we have to do it because the the, the the deadheads keep complaining about it. We're just doing it so they can go to concerts. No, this is a medicine. It should be freely available and freely affordable to all that need it. And and end of end of story. Like full stop. It should be accessible and affordable for regular ass people and my job won't stop until that's the case so again i hope you guys got a lot out of this peace out and ciao if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project there are a few ways that you can do so supporting us helps us keep the lights on pay rent pay for hosting and equipment and travel and you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar tier if you're feeling extra generous Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 617-466-9389. That 617 Four six six nine three eight nine, and I may just play it on a future episode. Feel free to try Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by hitting the link: https: colon slash 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 three three four k r v nine, and you can enter the following codes: Dogtree twenty. Tincture 20, 40% off ISO, 15% off CBD, entire store. And you can also get inexpensive CBD flower directly to your door quickly and cheaply in New England and the rest of the United States by going to https colon slash slash shop.bostonempire.com slash question mark R-E-F equals D-Scotland. And my email to contact me is iamcannabisativa at gmail.com. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out.